0: On our HeartSpeak podcast today, the podcast from Baylor, Scott & White Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas and Fort Worth, Dr. Alexander Sabraki, a cardiac surgeon on the medical staff at Baylor, Scott & White Heart and Vascular Hospital, joins me to talk about aortic valve surgery, a procedure to treat a damaged or diseased, you guessed it, aortic valve in the heart. I'm Evtarev. Dr. Sabraki specializes in the entire spectrum of adult heart surgery, including acquired and in congenital aortic disease, coronary artery disease, vascular disease, and heart and lung transplantation. His particular areas of interest are structural heart disease and minimally invasive approaches, complex aortic and mitral valve repair, and aortic dissection. Dr. Sabraki, welcome to Heartspeak. Thank you for having me. We're going to focus this episode on a specific type of heart surgery, aortic valve surgery. So maybe we should start at the job of the aortic valve.
1: Yeah, so the aortic valve is kind of the main valve that allows blood flow basically from the heart to the body and also prevents that blood flow from getting back into the heart. So normally it is three leaflets. It kind of looks like a Mercedes-Benz sign, if you will. Opens normally to let all the blood out and then closes after the heartbeats just to prevent it from coming back in.
0: Got it. And what can damage this valve
1: so it can just be damaged as you age it can become calcified as you get older people with not so great diets things like fatty foods things like that can help deposit plaques and fatty buildup on the valve itself and cause it to get a little bit tighter some people it can get leaky and that blood will flow backwards and some people unfortunately are just born with valves that are either predisposed or don't work well from the get-go
0: and so at some point in time we have a valve that's no good. It needs to be fixed. Is surgery our only option?
1: Yeah, so we look at basically two sides of treatment with any disease process. So one of which is medical management. So some people that just have a very mild disease, you can treat medically with just medications, antihypertensives, statins, which many of our patients are already on, and that can prevent disease progression. But once it gets so bad that people are feeling symptomatic, either short of breath or passing out or feeling like they're going to pass out, that's when we look at surgical options.
0: Let's talk about those options. Let's talk about the procedure specifically. Now, I don't have a medical degree and I don't think anybody listening has a medical degree, but (laughs) run down what's happening while the patient is asleep. And, And I also want to get into how long this, surgery is going to take?
1: Yeah, so there are basically two main procedural options right now, one of which I'll leave out, and that's the transcatheter valves, which is basically a shorter procedure, which we go up through a major blood vessel and can percutaneously or just over wires put a valve in. That we do with our interventional cardiologists as well. But for this discussion, just surgical valves, the procedure itself takes about four hours. or We Make an incision down the center of the breastbone, use the heart-lung machine, stop the heart, do all the work of the heart for the body, cut out the bad valve leaflets and put in another valve, either pig or a cow valve or a mechanical valve, and then restart the heart, take you off the heart-lung machine, close up the incision, and back to the ICU after that. And since we've got the chest open
0: here and, you know, we've stopped the heart and all of those scary-sounding things, let's talk about recovery Specifically, when can I go back to playing Ultimate Frisbee?
1: Ah, you like Ultimate Frisbee. Most people ask about golf. Yeah, I wanted it to be <laughs>
0: something a little bit different than that.
1: So, the biggest recovery thing for most people is about two months. We ask for sternal precautions, which is not lifting or pushing anything greater than a gallon of milk or about 10 pounds. That just lets that breastbone heal. For most people, the first month is a little bit of fatigue. You might need a nap in the middle of the day, but overall, most people get back to feeling like normal after two weeks to a month.
0: All right. Now, let's say I don't want to have surgery.
1: And I guess my question to you is, and I
0: hate to talk about things that keep you out of business, um, but what should someone do to avoid the need for aortic valve surgery? Or is it just a thing we have to deal with sometimes?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, it's a thing that you just have to deal with sometimes. The biggest preventative things are the things that might be common sense to us, but maybe not for everybody, is things like don't smoke, live a healthy lifestyle, diet and exercise, lots of fruits and vegetables. You know, I know it's hard in Texas, but try to avoid the steak and the burgers all the time. Those are the only things really to be preventative. Some people, like I said, unfortunately, are either predisposed to having a valve go wrong or sometimes an infection gets on the valve or something like that. And unfortunately, you can't avoid that.
0: Well, Dr. Sabraki, thank you very much for all of the information today.
1: Awesome, thank you for having me.
0: Once again, that was Dr. Alexander Sabraki, a cardiac surgeon on the medical staff at Baylor Scott and White Heart and Vascular Hospital. To find a cardiac surgeon on the medical staff at Baylor Scott and White Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas and Baylor University Medical Center, call 1-844-BSW-DOCS and ask for a cardiac surgeon with expertise in aortic valve surgery. To learn more about the Center for Valve Disorders, visit bswhealth.com slash Center, or download the Baylor Heart Center app on your Apple device. Thanks for listening to HeartSpeak, the podcast for Baylor Scott & White Heart and Vascular Hospital in Dallas and Fort Worth. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for additional topics of interest. I'm Evo Tara, thanks for listening. Baylor Scott and White Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas and Fort Worth, join ownership with physicians.